Hey everybody, welcome once again to the Football Fandemic. We are excited because this is kickoff Thursday, both for the regular NFL and fantasy stuff. We couldn't be more excited. We got a lot of stuff to talk about with upcoming games, both in the regular season and in our fantasy stuff. So stick around and join us here on the Football Fandemic. Brandon, this is me and you. Uh, so many times I've said, hey, it's me and Josh, and Brandon's not with us for this reason or that reason. Josh is not with us today because he's doing a job shadow, an interview, something like that. But he is kind of, I think, with us in the chat. Uh, I don't know if he is yeah. actually watching. I don't see him watching on here, but he may pop in from time to time. So we may we may see comments from him. But you and I are here. That's nice. It's been a long time since it's just been me and you. It has been. I think season one. <laughs> when when Blake couldn't join us a couple times. <laughs> that might have been it. Hey, by the way, uh, I'm just throwing this out while we're on air, but uh, recently here at Campus House, I work at uh, Christian Campus House. At Campus House, we've had a, a good number of freshmen come in who are football people, love talking about football, love watching football, and uh, many of them are Bears fans, but I've had one express uh, an interest uh. in being part of a podcast to give a Bears perspective. And so when we started this thing, at one point anyway, we had – Four of us. We had Colts, Commanders, Green Bay Packers, and Chicago Bears. But then Tristan right. Thomas, who was our Bears host, left, went to Minnesota? Uh, North Dakota. North Dakota. I just always think of like, what's some place that's, yeah, anyway. They, they uh, both North Dakota. Canada. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he, he went up there and had to leave us. But um, there may be the possibility that we'll have somebody who can give a perspective from those who live in Illinois who actually are Bears fan, because the rest of us who live in Illinois right now uh, and Texas, but came from Illinois, uh, we're not Bears fans, although we're not against the Bears. Well, I, <laughs> I'm not against I the am. Bears, but Brandon is, in fact, against the Bears. So to, to quote Rasul Douglas this past week, uh, every game I've played against the Bears, we've won. So it's not much of a rivalry. <laughs> Russell Douglas throwing down the gauntlet for and, and that. I'm, and I'm sure we'll get more into Packers Bears here in a moment. As you know, they, they play Sunday. And so, they do. Well, let's yes. uh let's start with our top of the segment, Matthew. Let's let's do it. Let's get some uh some of our big news from around the NFL going here this week. And uh, I'll let you run us through all this stuff. All right. Well, welcome in everyone. We have big news down in Tampa Bay. Bucks wide receiver Mike Evans sets a September 9th deadline for a contract extension. Otherwise, he's out. And guess who drafted Mike Evans? <laughs> let me let me guess. Uh, if I'm looking at the two of us, I know I didn't. So is it you? <laughs> I, I I think so. I took him in my my two. Usually, both of my teams. I have a family league, and then our our league that we started through Campus House. And uh, and I did take him in our our this league, our better than 0 and 15. And so, you know, maybe I I'm rocking with him for for just a few weeks, and then hopefully Cooper Cup is not put on IR, and I can throw Cooper Cup in. <laughs> oh man! So you've got Cooper Cup, who is not playing this week. You've got Jonathan Taylor, who is not playing, not playing the first four week. weeks. You've got yeah. Mike Evans, who is not playing or and is playing, but is has a deadline. Yeah, which is uh, September 9th. I don't know if y'all keep track of your calendars, but that's Saturday. So he's he not not playing he plays this week. On the 10th. 
Yeah. <laughs> unless, unless a contract extension happens, which, man, that's like a weird time to be saying, hey, let's let's be talking contracts while everybody's trying to get ready for a football game. And this does not bode well because this is our championship game rematch from last season, week mm. one. And uh, it, oh, oh, in fantasy, I'm like fantasy. Tampa Bay was not. No, hold on. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> that's my bad. But uh, our fantasy championship rematch is this week. <laughs> so it's you and, and Jacob McCormick, right? Uh, right. What right. is his name in our league? Biscoff. Biscoff. Uh, he was. Cookies. He he is our our. Uh, I don't know if we we probably did, but he is the winner, um, the champion. Number mm-hmm. one place from last year. And it is the only year that Brandon did not win first place. And there's an asterisk because Brandon probably would have won had that one game with the Bills and the Bengals not been canceled because he mm-hmm. had two players in there that score pretty well. And those all that that was just wiped clean. Yeah. Joe Joe Burrow and and, and T. Higgins. Oof. Yeah. Now we, we do have a question in the chat here. Uh, I'm going to pull it up. Matthew, it's a question for you. What is your opinion on trading Mike (laughs) Evans to the Colts? Do you need receivers? Um, I think we could use another receiver. I think we still only have four. uh, And I like the guys we have. Michael Pittman, Alec Pierce, Josh Downs, and I don't know too much about Isaiah McKenzie. Uh, I know he catches an occasional one. But I would not be opposed to having someone like Mike Evans on the team. That would sure make Anthony Richardson's job a lot easier. Well, um, he'll be a thousand yard receiver. It's almost guaranteed. Yeah. I mean, I'm to be honest, to be honest, everybody, I'm surprised <laughs> that Brandon picked Mike Evans on a team where Baker Mayfield's going to be throwing to him. If he could catch a thousand yards with uh, Jameis Winston. Hey, you're too hard on Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston <laughs> might have thrown some interceptions, but he has never been uh, like low on being able to just throw that ball down the field. He's got and, a massive cannon. I, he does. I, I, I have I have said, I mean, he has every stat perfect on what you would want. If, if I was looking at a resume for someone, if I was a hiring manager, I see Jameis Winston, perfect, 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 and then like 30 DUIs at the bottom. That's his interceptions. <laughs> And by DUIs, you mean INTs. INTs, that's right. And so everything about Jameis, I love. He can, he's mobile. He extends the play. He can throw the ball just as good as the next guy, but he can't throw it to his own guys. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) So uh, Jameis Winston, I think, had a better arm and could get a thousand yards for somebody, maybe more than Baker Mayfield. Just me. But yes, uh, to to our, our question that was phoned in, or they don't say phoned in for anything anymore because we don't really phone things in. But uh, our comment chat. that was left there, uh, yes, I, I would be okay with Mike Evans going to the Colts. No, I, I don't I, think that's going to happen. I, I would also be okay. Uh, if he was yeah, you would keep him, wouldn't Bay. you? I, I would. I would. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I do think him and Jordan Love could be a thousand yard combo. I know we're going to get to this later, guys, but there's somebody in our fantasy league who was so incredibly moronic that they got Anthony Richardson and Jordan Love as their two quarterbacks. <laughs> what an idiot! That's me. <laughs> well, well, yeah, we'll 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 talk about that here in a we'll minute. Let's talk about another player that went high. I think he was fourth overall mm-hmm. in our draft this year. The, well, by the it way, looks like 
Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go, go, go right ahead. Who is it? Well, so Travis Kelsey looks like he had a, was it a hamstring scare in practice? And mm-hmm. he might not play tonight. I guess he Lions. might not play tonight. And this may bode for his season, like what we can expect to see. Who knows? But I was going to say the last two or three years running, this guy got Travis Kelsey typically with his number one overall pick. And he was complaining because he was like ninth or 10th. And he's like, oh, I never, there's no running backs or anybody left. I'm just going to take Travis Kelsey. And Travis Kelsey has always been amazing. Mm -hmm. He has been like a tight end who is a really good wide receiver. One gets tons of yards, tons of receptions, tons of points. You don't always get that from your tight end position. So that's always been great for me this year. I didn't get him. Lo and behold, he gets hurt. It's a curse. It's a curse, Travis Kelsey, because I didn't draft you. Yeah, you went to you went up to Minnesota, to the land of freezing cold, with uh, Jacob Nelson, and so Jacob, Jacob Nelson. And, was, so yeah. I'm, I'm going to call Jacob Nelson out here for a second. He's my brother-in-law. I love him. You can do so that. I, I can do this. So he texted me last night or the night before. He said, "Man, Brandon and Abigail was in this chat too, just to add more insult to this injury." He said, "Brandon, with all those injured players, you must be running the ER." He was looking oh. at my entire roster because, you know, oh, yeah. Jonathan Taylor, you know, knee right. out for a minimum of four weeks. Uh, Mike Evans might not be in there. I, I got a, I got a couple people that had cues next to them, but you're going to get cues throughout the entire fantasy season. It could be, you know, you rolled your ankle at practice. You just need to sit out for the week. You're good for the game. And so cues don't necessarily scare me, but it's when it says IR. And that's a pretty firm two letters that does <laughs> those, scare me. <laughs> those letters are scary letters. And yeah. yeah, you don't want to see those on your fantasy roster. So I'm sorry for, sorry for you, Jacob. Uh, Travis Kelsey's always been great. So hopefully he can come back sooner rather than later. Because I do think him and Patrick Mahomes have a, a chemistry unlike any other receiver on that team. Although I did pick up some receivers that might benefit from him not being on the field. I need to think yeah. about that. I don't think their backup tight end is going to benefit from Travis Kelsey being gone. It's going to be people on the outside and the running back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I got to see if uh, I think I have Sky Mooring and uh, Kadarius Tony. So I got to see which one of those. That's a good combo. All right, Matthew. So we started in Florida, somehow got to Kansas City. Let's just continue our our journey west and go down to Arizona. Arizona. It looks like we're having a quarterback controversy. And if someone would have told you two years ago, Hey, the start of the 23 season, Arizona Cardinals have no idea who they're going to be playing quarterback for the season. You're like, well, what's wrong with Kyler Murray? He just got this big contract. You know, he's required to practice and not play Call of Duty. And <laughs> required. And our, our quarterback controversy we have is Kyler Murray's not even in the question. It's Josh Dobbs or Clayton Thune. Yes. What, and I believe. What, what do you know about either of these guys? So here's what I know is they they said we're not going to tell. And they put this was their you know initial roster. They put this out. Josh Dobbs or Clayton Thune. Um, they have since it has been leaked anyway that Josh Dobbs is the starter uh, because and it makes sense. He has two NFL starts, right? Clayton Thune, none. You know, because these are cream of the crop guys right here. I mean, Arizona's going all out to make sure. And I think it's funny because if you look at their, uh, their, that starting roster, Josh tweeted it or texted it or Instagrammed it or something. And uh, they had like three or four wide receivers and that's it. And I'm sitting there thinking, I think they had three. And I'm like thinking, 
oh man, I guess the Colts aren't the only one, but we're also not trying to tank. And they did have like five tight ends. They had, it was like a crazy yeah. looking, crazy looking starting roster, uh, 53 man roster. Yeah. You, you'll hear more about my thoughts as the Cardinals overall, when we get into a, a later segment, uh, hmm. Let's hit, let's hit two more points of our news. Let, let's mm-hmm. go a bit farther north. Let's hit San Francisco. A big contract came out of there yesterday that yes. Nick Bosa signed this massive deal. The Bosa brothers have done well financially in the NFL and well in their position statistically. And that's and so why both, they've done well financially. Yeah. And so both yeah. of them are very well deserving of this. And Nick Bosa is still out. Like, let's not forget that he's not playing week one. Yeah. And so – they gave him this contract knowing that you're likely coming back and we want you to be here long-term and we believe that you will be. So it's, it's good news for, for Bosa on the playing front, good news for his wallet and Nick Bosa. If when you listen to this, please consider donating and we will turn around and donate that money back to the community. Right. Jonathan Taylor right now, by the way, is uh, thinking why in the world did I choose running back? Look at that guy. Yeah, can you play defensive end? <laughs> He's probably thinking, you know, when I was a kid, I could have chosen defensive end versus running back, but running back seemed so much cooler at the time. Yeah. yeah. And, and and a big point of contention for us in in this league, and I guess really every league, is there's not really a top tier of tight ends, right? It's Travis Kelsey and then maybe a couple people that hop in and out of those lineups mm-hmm. and then little, literal no name. So it's a hard fantasy position to fill if you don't have someone named Travis Kelsey and previously before Travis Kelsey hopped off there was an abundance of tight ends I felt like you could throw in there I had Antonio Gates one year Uh, I've had Kyle Rudolph before and he's done well for me and Mm -hmm. Kyle Rudolph is now stepping away from the NFL retiring after 12 seasons he says that's enough yeah played with the Vikings for a while played with the Giants. I don't know where else he played, but he was on my team a few times and I liked him. I always think of him with the Vikings, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm uh I'm rolling with is it Mark Andrews, Baltimore Andrews. Yeah, Mark yeah. Andrews. He's I been consistent. He, he got a big pay raise too. Yeah, he did, and I'm hoping that bodes well for his playtime. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Well, that's the news going on around the NFL. Let's let's go to uh Kind of what's happening now, we are starting tonight football games. And it's going to be a good football game tonight. Um, you know, we got the Detroit Lions who we all have. And you know what? I've, I've discovered it's not just we. Uh, I talked to several people outside of this podcast, and it's amazing to me how many times people are like, Detroit Lions. Man, Detroit mm-hmm. Lions. Uh, I think they, they are that lovable team who has been bad for so long, but everybody sees like, Hey, I like Dan Campbell and I like what they're doing there. And so uh, we've got them against the chiefs to kick us off this weekend. It's going to be a great weekend of football, but that also means that our home teams are going to play. And so let's just take a moment here, preview what we think week one is going to look like for our individual teams. Do you want to start or you want me to start? Uh, Before we do that, we got a, a comment in the chat, a fantasy question. I want to throw this up. Uh, someone wants to know who do they start? You got James Conner, I'm assuming uh, the running back, or Javante Williams out of Denver. Uh, let's see here. Where's Conner? Again, I have to think. Brandon is checking that. Um, he was in Arizona for a long time, and he still is. 
yeah, I, I don't trust Arizona. Start, start Devontae Williams. Here's, <laughs> here's the problem is you could have quarterbacks in, in uh, Arizona. They look so bad that nobody's really going to give too much attention. And they're going to stack the box every time. Uh, because it's it's much more likely that Connor is going to do well than Dobbs. Was that his name? <laughs> Josh Dobbs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless we're all like surprised and it's like one of these, you know, Brock Purdy. Geno Smith Brock? sort of deal. Is it Brock yeah, Purdy? Brock Purdy. Yeah. For some reason that didn't sound right. Unless it's something like that where like out of left field, it's like, who is this guy? But my guess is the game plan for the team opposing the Cardinals this week, which I believe is the Commanders. Uh, they yes. have a very strong defense, very strong defense against the run. So they're probably going to set up against uh, anybody trying to run the ball. And so I have to agree, even though I think the Broncos are still going to be junkier than people expect. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping but- you watch Sean Payton and uh, Russell Wilson are going to go off now that I said that. But uh, even though I think Denver may not be as great as everybody's thinking, uh, I do think people this year will have to respect Russell Wilson uh, along with Sean Payton's planning versus the run. And so they're going to be more spread. And who, who are uh, Denver's playing Raiders? Yep. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So you got Max Crosby on the other side, just, just run the opposite way. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I, I think I agree with Brandon. I would go with Williams in, in starting. And so if you end up doing great in your fantasy league, be sure to get back on here and say, you guys are the smartest people I've ever met. And if you do horrible, you know, you don't have to say anything. And, and and so I, I I think Javante Williams, Matthew thinks Javante Williams and Josh thinks Javante Williams, Josh threw it in the chat. Thanks for throwing that up, Josh. I'm glad we're all in alignment on this. Josh, obviously being our commanders fan, knowing all the insights of that commander's defense. And I think Josh uh, will probably put in the chat that they're going to get a total of zero yards on, on offense. The Cardinals are uh, (laughs) just just because how they are. Uh, And uh, we, we got a, 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 an appraisal emoji and nice. you guys got a new subscriber. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Uh, yes. And hopefully Thursday. that works out well for you. Hopefully you end up uh, winning this week only because of your, your running back. And you can be like, man, if I hadn't heard that, who knows where I'd be. That's right. <laughs> All right, Matthew, let's hop into week one. Why don't you tell us about Colts and who? Colts and Jags this week. Uh, I love these division games. And uh, I think I've said this before, but I think if there's a game that we could win uh, against the Jags, it's week one. There's no, there's hardly any tape on Anthony Richardson. Everything you've seen is like pure vanilla. You know, they haven't been showing anything. Uh, and so I know that uh, Anthony Richardson, uh, he had a day off this week and he came in on his day off and worked eight hours. Uh, and that was just kind of mentioned by Shane Steich. And he's like, yeah, you know, he came in and worked eight hours yesterday and it was actually his day off and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's what I want to see with my quarterback. And the cool thing is Shane Steichen was in there too on his day off. I, and, and they, you know, somebody asked Anthony Richardson about it and he said, well, you know, I wasn't the only one. I saw lots of guys in here. And so that's what I want to see from my team. I want to see people like, Hey, we've dropped, what is it? 10 home openers in a row. Um, for the last 10 seasons, we haven't won our home opener. Uh, and I can't remember if it's been week one. I don't know how long it's been since we won week one, but it's been a long time. And so I would love to see us 
uh, come out and and beat them. And I think it's highly possible. Now, here's what I will say. I think Trevor Lawrence is a young star. <laughs> I think he is getting better, and I think he will continue to get better. And I don't think that means the Jags are going to have a bad year, even if we would happen to surprise them, which I think it will be a surprise for everybody because – Nobody knows quite what to expect. They know we don't have Jonathan Taylor, but they know Anthony Richardson, and we've got some running back by committee that Shane Steichen's used to doing that. Um, and yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a good and exciting game, however it turns out. But I really do expect, in in my heart, I expect the Colts may win this one. Uh, and then I think everybody in Indianapolis is going to go crazy and they're all going to start talking about like, man, we got the best quarterback and we're going to the Super Bowl. And I don't think it's going to be that rosy. I think we're going to have some losses, but I think we could win this week. And I'm excited, excited to see, you know, Josh Downs get in that slot. I'm excited to see Alec Pierce actually catching the long bombs that uh, AR throws to him. And I hope AR is not throwing so many like near misses in those little short intermediate routes. Hopefully they can begin to get that. I think he's got a lot of learning to do, but he seems to learn on the go. He seems to learn in the game and like change. And uh, if he can keep doing that, it'll get better and better. Uh, on the other side, the Jags do have, you know, they have a tough team. And I think uh, Doug Peterson being their coach has made such a huge difference um, in, in all of the development, both defense and offense. And I don't think it's going to be an easy game. Um, but I'm hoping we can pull that one out. So that's what I'm predicting. And, and I do say hope. So it's a very tentative kind of prediction. But uh, that's where I think the Colts and the Jags are this week. I do expect it to be an entertaining and exciting game every week with the Colts this year. So, yeah. yeah. How about uh, the Packers? We know the Packers are also playing a division rival. Tell me about yeah. it. So let, let's actually start. Josh had a, had a thought on this. He feels like Jackson Colts week one will be like Heineke versus the Bucks in the playoffs in 2020, I believe. Uh, no one knows what they're going to expect. And Heineke kind of came in and slapped the Buccaneers around a little bit. That was a, a much closer game than everyone expected. Everyone wrote the commanders off in that game like, oh, you know, this is Tom Brady's first season there. Their defense is too stacked. Taylor Heineke doesn't stand a chance. Right. And what did he come out? He came out and played ball. And so even if you don't win, what you want to see is a guy that can come out and play ball <laughs> right now the, that, the difference here the difference here i think is um i think people see anthony richardson as inexperienced but i also think they see man he has freakish abilities and sometimes he looks amazing and so i think there's even there may be a little higher level of expectation or respect from anthony richardson than there was from tyler heineke so i think he even had it harder and and did really well that was fun times back yeah. then yeah. Let, all right. Let's move on to Bears Packers. I think this is the first time since 1992 <laughs> that Packers are playing against the Bears with someone not named Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my. That's crazy, isn't it? That's a long time. <laughs> That's yeah. a long time. <laughs> and so we are starting a little, a little guy that's named Jordan Love, who mm -hmm. looks very poised in the pocket, very accurate with the ball. And before preseason, everyone was like, mm, no, this guy's this guy's not it. The entire team is written off, according to national media. Now what we're seeing post preseason and the tape we have is the script has kind of been flipped. Now I'm starting to see Packers and and national media playoff predictions. Uh, and so we're you know, we're we're gonna see what happens. The Bears have been so hyped up all offseason, as they are every offseason, to come in and just 
straight up demolish the entire NFC. I, now, we don't think that's going to happen. That's quite a large turnaround from worst in the NFL to top of the NFC in one season, one off season. I, I do expect to see improvement from Justin Fields, and this is kind of his put up or shut up season. Uh, and if he doesn't, I, I think the Bears start looking elsewhere for quarterbacks. DJ Moore, we know, is capable of playing receiver at a high level in this league. And so what needs to happen is Justin needs to find DJ Moore on, on every single play. I'm not too sold on Darnell Mooney. He totaled a, two of, a, a total of two touchdowns last season. And so, I, you know, the Bears were high on him his rookie season and took massive steps back and then – Chase Claypool uh, has kind of announced that he's not doing much at practice and doesn't really enjoy the game of football. That's exactly what you want to hear from your number two receiver. And so I'm high on the Packers. We're going to see a fast defense. Uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping Joe Barry took the momentum at the end of last season and is carrying it into this season, taking more player input, how the players see the game going, because that just makes it easier top to bottom for the defense playing cohesively. And that's what you want. And so the offense, full confidence in Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. They've proved time and time again they can do well in the NFL. The offensive line is going to be the big question. Do we have our normal starting center, Josh Myers? Are we going to put Zach Tom in that position? We still don't know. <laughs> and that's kind of the kind of the scary part. Uh, Romeo Dobbs may or may not play week one. I hope he does because we've seen he is very physical and catches the ball. And Christian Watson is just super fast and, and going through the going through the defense. And so I'm I'm hopeful for a for a handful of these things to happen. We'll see what does happen Sunday at 3:30. But I got I got the Packers winning this one. I want to I want to quickly uh, have you read on the NFL.com the quarterback power rankings for Week One. I have not. What is what does it look up? Well, I just like? want to, I just wondered where you thought, don't look at it. Don't look it up. I'm going to put it on the All screen right, here. Not looking. Uh, where do you think Jordan Love falls? In terms of the 32 quarterbacks? Yeah. Yeah. 32. Uh, you said preseason people are starting to see things a little differently. What do you think? I'd say somewhere between 13 and 17. Okay. Let's take a look here. Let's see. Let's go to this Let's go to this view here. If I can somehow switch us. There we go. All right. So we've got the quarterback. This is good old Nick Shook. I don't really always agree with Nick Shook, but let's see what he says here. Uh, we'll get past this video. Come on. Go away, video. All right. So we've got number one, Patrick Mahomes. I don't think anybody is surprised by that. Jalen Hurts seems fine. Joe Burrow, great quarterback. Josh Allen, I think we're still looking at what everybody considers the elite stuff. Justin Herbert, we all love to get him. Does a lot of good stuff. Aaron Rodgers is up there. That's that's your old quarterback. Number six with the Jets. Wow, that's high. Might, might have been a little higher than I thought they would say. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, we were just talking about Jags, the upcoming you know star there down in Jacksonville, Duval County. But then we've got Tua. Ah, I don't know about that one. Uh, at number eight. That's kind of high. It's kind of high for Tua. Yeah. Lamar, I would expect him to be up in, in that uh, Dak. Okay. Sure, I guess. Kirk Cousins at 11. Ooh. I got Kirk Cousins above Jordan Love. And I think Josh, our other host, would highly agree with that. 
He he likes Kirk Cousins. Russell Wilson. I don't agree with this one. Oh, whoa. <laughs> 12. No, no. They think he's going to be a whole lot better than he was last year, I guess. So uh, there's my first big problem. Geno Smith. Wow, they've got him now. He did he did well last year and ended I, well. So I maybe they're Geno above Russell. Russell's just got the historic thing behind him, but Geno. Yeah, going last into year. This season, Way different. Jared Goff. I know a lot of people dog on Jared Goff, but he has put up good yards, good numbers, and I expect that's only going to be good again. So I'm not I'm not opposed to that one. Who we got next here? Brock Purdy. Okay, Mr. Irrelevant played great. He's coming back from an injury. Is that going to be a good place for him at 15? We'll see. Now, this is we're kind of the top half. We're in the range of where you said Jordan Love might fall. So let's let's see here. Derek Carr. They say Derek Carr down in New Orleans. Okay. He's got some some weapons down there. We'll see how he does post-loss. Oh, Daniel Jones. He's okay. Okay. We'll, we'll see. 17 there. Deshaun Watson. Okay. So they, they predict he's going to get a little better than he was last year, but he's not at the top. Okay. I can see him being maybe middle of the road. He's, he's not a bad quarterback, and he's had more time with that team now. So, okay. Bum, bum, bum. They put Justin Whoa, Fields over Jordan Love. <laughs> what did they put a running back on this list? They put a running back on the quarterback list, but uh, Justin Fields at number 19. Uh, so, I don't know. Uh, I know Bears fans are feeling like, hey, he's pretty good and he's going to be, you know, this is his year to be better. So, we'll see. But uh, yeah, they have I, him at 19. Yeah, I, I I just don't agree with that. I mean, the guy <laughs> literally said he's the greatest running quarterback of all time, historically, and he hasn't even proven that he can do that long term. It's got to be the throwing. He's got to get that down season. this year. This is the year. Well, he, even this year, he's got to do five or six more seasons of that to be yep. best of all time. Ooh, Matthew Stafford. He was so bad last year. I know he won the Super Bowl the year before that, but um, he was also. He was injured most of last season too. So I mean, you can maybe see they're saying games. bounce yeah. back. Yeah. He could be our comeback player of the year. If DeMar. I Hamlin like Matthews. Yeah, that'd be yeah. good. Mac Jones. Oh, that feels a little higher than maybe it should to me. Yeah. I, I like Jordan over Mac Jones for sure. Yeah. So we're at 21 and we still haven't seen Jordan. Ooh, let's see. Or Sam Jim, Howell. Jimmy or- Garoppolo. 22. Over in the Raiders, uh, again, he may not be as good as some of these younger I quarterbacks. St- I still like Jimmy over someone like, uh, uh, who's who's the guy in New York? We just went, Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett? Kenny Pickett. Now, he's had a good-looking good preseason. That's only preseason, but uh, yeah. he, he with his little hands, he looks like he's doing pretty good, but uh, they've got him. Oh, Ryan Tannehill. They got Ryan Tannehill over Jordan Love, over Howell, over... We're at 24, and we still haven't seen any of our quarterbacks. <laughs> That's reassuring. <laughs> this is reassuring, right? Let's just keep going. Oh, I do not agree. Baker Mayfield... Baker? No. No way. No. Baker Mayfield, a better quarterback than... Mm. Oh, Nick Shook, what are, you, what are you doing here? And then we hit Jordan Love at 26. So a little lower than you were expecting, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, I'm from this person's opinion, uh, you got to look at it yeah, that way Nick too. Yeah, Nick Shook. Yeah, but yeah, Let's see. Jordan, we, we'll see where he finishes. 
yeah. along with uh, who 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 do you have you looked at this list yet, Matthew? Not yet. I'm I'm looking to see where my where my guy is, right. where Howell so, is, where. So do you, do you think Howell or Richardson? Who's above who? Before we go down. Hmm. Here here's Josh's official thought. Howell isn't number one. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, uh, I'm going to guess that they're going to put Howell above Richards. No, nah, you know, I think so many I people are enamored. So many people are enamored by Richardson's possibility that I think he'll be above Howell. Okay. Let's see. Bryce Young. I don't think Bryce Young will be better than Richardson, to be honest, just because I don't believe in Frank Reich and his offense. <laughs> I'm, I mean, experience? that's serious. From experience? Yeah. Yes, from experience. So we'll see there. Ah, CJ Stroud. They think CJ Stroud with the Texans is going to be a better quarterback. Come on. That's 28. He has to be next. We're getting down here. Desmond Ryder. What? <laughs> with Atlanta Falcons, they have above both Howell and Richardson. This is not looking there's only, good for. There's only three quarterbacks left. <laughs> Hey, Anthony Richardson comes in above Howell, it looks like. But he came in below the other two picked this year. Let's see if that happens. Let's see if that happens. And then they're saying Howell right right next to him at 31. This means there's only one quarterback they think Arizona. is worse than Sam Howell, and it is the guy who's had two starts, Joshua Dobbs. Oh, what a list. What a list. I don't know. I don't know what I think about that, guys. Uh, Nick Shook guy. <laughs> but, but yeah. Okay, so, well, that's our, that's our, uh, our Homer teams. What do, we have, what do we have next that we're doing today here? I think we're, we're revitalizing our marquee manure, my, oh, my matchups. So, oh, for okay. anyone new out there listening, our Mikey manure, my, oh, my has been a longtime segment during the regular season. And I guess... We, we kind of drop off during the playoffs. We just cover all the playoff games because there's fewer of them. Yeah. But this is where we take a, a marquee game. The game was like, oh, man, you cannot miss this game. You got to watch it. If you love football, this is the game that you're going to love. Then we have the manure game. It's like mm, you can have it on and pay attention, but it's going to be one sided and not even close and close. Don't tune in. And then the my oh my is the game that we think is going to surprise us or reveal a lot about a team. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, those are sometimes the most fun, the my oh my's, because you just don't know. You just don't know. So, so here, I'll pull I'll pull up this schedule, the the NFL schedule here. Let me uh, pop that up and uh, uh, let's go. Whoop, uh, let's go this one. There we go. Oh, so, uh, so this that is, is our, our fantasy. That is our fantasy. Let's switch this to. Here. How about this? Okay, so we're starting the week off. Whoa, get it right here. We got Detroit at KC to start the week. Carolina at at uh, Falcons. Houston at Baltimore. Cincinnati at Cleveland. Jacksonville at Indy. Tampa Bay at Minnesota. Tennessee at New Orleans. San Francisco at Pittsburgh. Arizona at Washington. Green Bay at Bears. Las Vegas at Denver. Miami at Chargers. Philadelphia at New England. L.A. at Seattle, Dallas at New York, and Buffalo at the Jets. So I'll let you start off here. All right, you start well, with whichever one you want. All right, marquee game. The actually, actually, I'm going to stop you. Your mic just started sounding like a robot. Uh, you just started sounding like something out of the Transformers movie, which is cool. 
but it's a little harder to understand on the podcast. Is this so better? that is better. You're good to go. All right. All right. I'm going let, to let's go, uh, you know, one section at a time. I'll, I'll do my marquee. You do your marquee. Okay. I got my marquee is the game you cannot miss is when Detroit goes to Kansas City. Detroit, right. Kansas City. He's starting off our week right up here at the top. Yeah, and, and there's there's a few reasons I'm I'm going for this one. One, it's the first game of the season. Everyone's going to be tuning in. It's mm-hmm. one of the most watched games because we've all been waiting for it. So ready. And so uh, another another big part. We know Detroit has a. Oh, you went you went transformer on us again. <laughs> His microphone's doing some crazy stuff these days. That's right. It's, I, I'm not actually real. Still, still there. getting his mic set up here. He's going to tell us why this is his marquee, aside from the fact that it's the first one and everyone will be watching it. Okay, is this better? Yes. All right. So uh, everyone's going to watch it. It's going to happen anyway. So it's kind of an obvious answer. We know Detroit and their offense is stellar. They've Mm -hmm. proven that last season. They've added some more stuff. Kansas City's defense, Chris Jones is not back. Right. And so that's a huge point of contention. I think Detroit's going to score high. Now, what kept Detroit out all of last season is they had the worst defense in the league. Yes. And so it, they've done work to improve it. All of us on the pandemic for seasons, I think it's our third season of piping up Dan Campbell, and we just love everything he's doing with that team. Uh, very old school football, and we appreciate it. And you know, I trust that they've made the moves they need to to have a defense that can keep them in games. Maybe not top 10 defense, but middle of the road defense and just stop Kansas City three or four times throughout the game. They and don't so have Travis is, Kelsey. This tonight. is a great test for them to see, is our defense actually able? Because Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. he can like make defenses like crazy because of his running and throwing and scrambling and goofiness mm-hmm. but you're right they, they don't have travis kelsey he'll have to do it with other players what will that look like i'm excited to see what detroit does defensively mm-hmm. and offensively so yeah. yeah that's a good one i'll go ahead with mine i'm gonna go to the other end i'm gonna do the one that caps off the week of football and that is buffalo and new york jets uh we have a lot of games on here that are um divisional games uh, like this one right above it, Dallas, New York. Uh, there's also the Jags, Colts, there's Bears, Green Bay, a whole, whole bunch of them. Uh, but this one is one that will probably have the most eyes on it. One, it's the Monday night game, so it's the only one on at that time. Two, New York is a huge market, and New York is in love right now with this team and all the promise this team can be. Three, Buffalo is has been good, but not good enough, and everybody's starting to have this question. Is their window still wide open or is it a little bit less open than it was? Uh, is Josh Allen, how much time does he have left and him and his receivers and this whole team together? So they're looking for the Buffalo Bills to to do this division thing. And probably they're everybody's kind of divided, I guess. There's some people who think Miami's going to be really good. Uh, but I think this is a much stiffer competition for them than it has been in years past with Zach Wilson. You know, having Aaron Rodgers in there. And having that defense that they have and having, you know, their young receivers plus the old receivers from Green Bay that came over. And uh, this is going to be fun to watch. And all the people who've been watching Hard Knocks are going to be like kind of into this. I think that's going to be a really marquee game for me. Yeah. 
And uh, Josh pointed out in our chat that uh, we all predicted the Lions to upset the Chiefs. Call when us we did crazy. Our, <laughs> when we did our predictions. And uh, I still think it holds true. I think the Lions hold a legitimate chance at winning tonight. And having Kelsey out doesn't hurt that. Oh, yes. All right. Let's go to our manure games, Matthew. Uh, I'll let you kick this one off. Okay. That's real easy. Right here in the middle. Las Vegas versus Denver. I know everybody's like, okay, we're going to be watching to see if Sean Payton and Russell Wilson can get on the same page. But I can guarantee you that if like in the first half, it's looking like real junk, that game will be turned off by most people. (laughs) Unless they live in Colorado or uh, Las Vegas, I guess. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. This time of year, I was telling Brandon when we were starting, uh, it's harder for me to pick a manure game because I don't yet have a good sense of who a lot of these teams are. Just because a team was bad last year, doesn't mean they're going to be bad this year. But if our preseason predictions are any indication, we think the Raiders are going to be junk and the Broncos aren't going to be far behind them because those two and the Tennessee Titans, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, those all like were pretty low in our win column. And so I think Las Vegas versus Denver is going to be kind of a manure game for me. What about you? Okay. Well, I, I went a manure game for a different reason because I think it's just going to be a complete crap fest for one team. And manure fest, if you will. And the other mm. team's going to have glory. And I got Arizona coming to Washington. Ooh, right there. Yeah. And, uh, I, and we've, we've talked about it before. They don't have – Arizona doesn't have anything on that team I like over what Washington offers. Right. And so, you know, maybe a kicker. <laughs> but your kicker is not going to win you a game if you don't have an offense and you don't have a defense. That's just truth. So that'll be so, a game for Washington fans to watch and anybody who has like Dotson or is McLaren even playing? Uh, I, I don't know. I'll put, I'll let Josh talk about that, but Josh threw in here. He likes the commanders by 50. So go, <laughs> go out to your betting lines and, and, and throw that in. Uh, Surprisingly, I, I, might, I don't think you'll get a very good betting line on, on that game. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe commanders by, uh, by 10, you know, that's a, that's a better betting line for you. And then, uh, Terry is questionable. So will he play? Will he not play? But that's the risk you play by beating the Ravens in the preseason. That's, that's just what you do. It's a sacrifice. You had to end that streak and to do it, you had to get Terry a little banged up. So the Ravens always had someone for them to win the preseason that get hurt. Josh Dobbs or JK Dobbins. (laughs) JK Rollins. Oh, wait. Yeah. (laughs) He was in pads. On Wednesday, but not full participant. Okay. So okay. there we go. Uh, All right. Well, let's go on to our marquee matchups. This is the one that we think this is going to be. Oh, no, not marquee. My let's oh go my. To our my oh my. <laughs> this is the one that we think could be a big surprise. And we're just excited to see what this could look like. And I'm going to let you start us off on this one, Brandon. What's your my oh my game of the week? My my, my oh my game. I, I view my oh my as more of a, this is going to be revealing for us. Yep. And uh, I went with your manure matchup of Vegas at Denver because when we did our predictions for the season, Vegas was like a bottom three team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to see if, uh, if uh, bringing in uh, Jimmy G under the same offense, he thrived in, in new England is going to help, which it might, it, it is a complicated offense. The players complain about that regularly. Uh, but then uh, what is, you know, Denver going to offer Sean Payton's come out and he's trying to deflect the blame off of everyone, but him 
leading up to the season. <laughs> oh, it, it was previous coaching. That's the problem. And he came out and he's like, our quarterback isn't listening to us. And, oh, man. and, and so he's, he's trying to deflect the blame off of everyone but him. So when they do bad, he's like, I've been telling you this was going to happen. Like, it's just, it's just what happens. And so, you know, is that true? A lot of people are high on Denver. I am not. <laughs> Matthew am is not. not. And so we're going to see, we're going to see which of those predictions was really right. It's going to be opening for me. All right. Well, uh, I, I have a tie between two different games. Uh, one of them sitting right here, Green Bay versus the Bears. The other one, Jacksonville at Indianapolis. And they're all for the same reasons, both for the same reasons. It's like you said, for me, it's going to be a revealing game. Um, and so when I'm looking at both, and probably I guess if I had to pick one, I, I should have picked Green Bay and Chicago because you got, you're going to get really get a revelation about is Justin Fields more than just a runner? You are going to get a revelation of uh, a revealing is Jordan Love good or not good? Is he going to be this next Hall of Fame quarterback or is are the Green Bay in for a few years of, of hardships? Um, and what better place to do it than this rivalry between Green Bay and Chicago? I think that's going to be a my oh my, a very revealing game for both those teams. But I think for me, it's hard to, even though I know, I think we all know Jacksonville's better uh, like this year and they, they won the South last year. They'll likely win the South again this year. This one's going to be a revealing game for me to see, okay, how, do, how does Anthony Richardson handle it when it's a real game, when it's not the vanilla, when Shane Steichen's planning for a team, uh, all the stuff I'm going to be looking for. And so in for this, I have decided to pick a tie. Um, Green Bay Bears, Jacksonville Indy. My, oh, my. What a fun now, game these are going to be. Now, I do have to point out here for a second, back to the, the Bears-Packers games. Uh, there was a, a certain Hall of Fame quarterback that visited Green Bay this summer and sat down with Jordan Love and watched film and practiced with him a little bit. And that I know he did you're not, not talking. Do, you're not talking about Chicago. You're not talking about Aaron Rodgers. Well, he's not a Hall of Fame. You're not talking about Brett Favre. Who are you talking about? Peyton Manning what? saw something in Jordan Love, came to Green Bay training camp, went through film, kind of spent a, a day with, with Jordan Love and said, "Hey, this is what's up." And we love Peyton Manning on this podcast. We you do. Know, I'm, I'm a very big advocate that quarterback uh, wins are not a or wins are not a QB stat, as everyone seems to think. But guess what is MVPs? Mm-hmm. Guess who has the most? Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning. So if you're going to start a goat conversation, start with individual accomplishments first. By the way, what did you think of the uh, Manning cast uh, trying to get a third host of the audition tape? Did you see that? I, I didn't see that. I would have thrown my name in the ring. We should, we got to get on there, Matthew. <laughs> oh, they, uh, they had a, a huge audition tape with everybody who was famous around the league and, uh, some funny parts and some that are like, meh, but, uh, I was just surprised that, uh, uh, Peyton Manning had Jim Ursay on there so much, you know, not knowing exactly their feelings between one another, you know, after Jim Ursay let Peyton go to, to draft Andrew Luck. So, mm-hmm. That's good. I didn't. I didn't see uh, anybody from the Broncos on there that I can. Oh wait, they had Sean Payton on there. Never mind. Yeah. Anyway, funny. If you haven't seen that, uh, go look it up. It's it's a good watch. It's a couple minutes long. All right. Uh, but we uh, on here are going to move on to as I as I'm trying to look at my uh, sheet here. We're going to the oh 
we are going to take a moment here because this is not just the start of the regular season. This is now uh, also the start of fantasy and not just fantasy, but the better than 0-15 fantasy league that we are part of, Josh is a part of, several of our watchers are part of. And uh, so we're going to every week, we're going to just take a little bit. We're not going to spend like tons and tons of time on it every week, but we are going to try and kind of go through and make some picks. Um, sometimes, sometimes we'll abbreviate that and just say what our picks are, but uh, we're going to spend a little bit of extra time. But before we get to that today, I'd like to hear a word. Take a minute with the commissioner, Brandon. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, everyone that came out for the draft and joined us in the Zoom. All right. I think it was relatively a good draft. We kept it under six hours. Very positive. <laughs> yes. Uh, Actually, so it felt pretty- like it felt really short. We only had 45 seconds per pick. And that sounds like okay. But boy, when you're on the clock and you're like fast. scrambling, you're like, oh, no, it's beeping at me already. Yeah. Adam, last, can attest. last season, we did 60 seconds per pick. And it, it bothered me that people would have the audacity to take all 60 seconds. You know? Brandon Harris wasn't even in the league this year. So yeah, I know, I know but that our, was our, our biggest offender. Our, our draft last year did go two hours and I was trying to avoid that at all costs. It so, was all Brandon Harris every time. Brandon, mm-hmm. if you're watching this, we know. Shame, shame <laughs> on you. <laughs> shame. Have you guys seen the uh, shame on the shame on me comic? Yeah, He's like uh, fool, fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me twice. Shame on you. No. Yeah, shame on you. Yeah. Fool me three times. Double shame on you because you shouldn't That's be right. you shouldn't be, you know, fooling me twice like that. Or no, double double shame on me. Fool me four times. Shame on you. You're just picking on somebody who is like obviously <laughs> not together here with it. But fool me five times? Well, the shame is back on me. <laughs> I shouldn't I mean, at some point, you got to take responsibility in your life. You can't just always say, I, I, I'm, I've got problems. But fool me six times, fool me six times, and you've fallen into my trap. I have fooled you six times by being the fool. But fool me seven times, well, there's no shame there because now you're fooling. I've been fooled by the best. <laughs> and this comment <laughs> just goes on and on, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, how long can he go? But anyway, Brandon, shame on you. Yeah, <laughs> Two, so, three, and uh, four times. <laughs> So uh, just for anyone to know, I, I talked with Jim Ursay uh, yesterday mm. and called him up because I am a Packers owner for our, our new listeners. There's my ownership certificate. Got that uh, inside circle with the owners. That's right. So that means I get unlimited access to, to all teams. And, uh, and we talked about Jonathan Taylor a little bit. Not only does he hold his contract, but I hold his fate in this league, in this fantasy football league. And so just like uh, Jim Mercer said, he's op- open for a trade for uh, some high value stuff. I am announcing the same thing. He is open for a trade for some high value stuff. We will see what happens of that, but anyone is welcome. Welcome to submit anything and I will review it. <laughs> okay. And if you're, if your name is Brandon Harris, uh, you know, I, I probably don't need to give you Jonathan Taylor for some high value stuff. Man. Last year, uh, that was the worst trade. Jonathan, I mean, Jonathan Taylor. Brandon Harris sent Christian McCaffrey over to Brandon Colmark just before the playoffs. And we're like, what are you doing? I was, was the on worst the trade edge ever. Of not even making the playoffs, got in, and it was great. Uh, and he almost before, won. Mm-hmm. Before we wrap up, or I guess I'm going to wrap up this commissioner's minute, uh, but Josh has a 
a statement. He said, speaking of the Packers, what does Brandon think of Greg Olson being the main announcer and commentator of the Packers-Bears game? I texted this to the two of you the other night when I found out. I'm distraught. I mean, I'm, I am <laughs> over Greg Olson so much. I, please just let up. <laughs> he is going to get every single Packers game this, oh, uh, this season. He, he got so many of them last year. And please, for the love of God, Roger Goodell, just give us noon games. Greg Olson does not commentate those noon games. I will, <laughs> I will be okay. <laughs> that must be why I never see him as a Colts fan, because all we get are the early games. Yeah, yeah. he gets those those three thirty, three twenty five games that are are uh, are perfect. And uh, Josh said he's going to be joining the Manning cast. I don't know if you're serious, Josh, but I'll, I'll go cry in a corner after this if you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Matthew, let's uh, let's pull up what we have in our, our fantasy league. Now, this is something Matthew and I have done. This podcast was kind of an origin due to our fantasy football. So Matthew's our main podcast host. I said, I'll take up the reins and I'll, I'll handle the, the fantasy commissioner stuff. Uh, and so we're just going to go through our, our six games. We have 12 members in the league, uh, full PPR with some additional sliders for players that just go way off the wall and, and do great for like 200 yard games. Uh, so well, let's go through this. We have our, our first game is actually from two of our co-hosts from Brax to Richardson, Matthew Woo-woo! and howling at the moon. So we'll kind of treat this as man, this person did a, had a great draft or man, this draft was awful. So, Matthew, I'm going to let you take off while I while I pull up our NFL predictions for this. Okay. I'll uh, try and make this a, a little longer here. Uh, okay. So, man, I wish they didn't have this huge banner at the top that you could not get rid of. That's annoying. Uh, so we got quarterbacks. Let's, let's look at the two here. Anthony Richardson, not the ideal quarterback to start with. And I told you somebody in this league, me has Anthony Richardson and Jordan Love as his backup. That's that's some risky Risky quarterback stuff there. But I think Anthony Richardson, though he may not win a lot of games in the regular season, I think he will do well in fantasy because I think his legs will be in use a lot and he will get points because of that. And I think he will be, uh, when he does throw, it'll be these huge bombs um, that connect because that's that's his best. So I think fantasy-wise, he's going to do well. Now he's up against Justin Herbert, who I love, who has been my quarterback in the last couple of seasons, I think, or at least last season. Uh, in this league. Uh, and Justin Herbert's supposed to get more. I, I can see that totally. Uh, you look at the the running back position here. Uh, Jones against Jacobs. Both 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 good. Fine. Tyreek Hill, Diggs. Uh, I think Tyreek Hill's going to do a little better, even though Diggs does well. Andrews, who's questionable right now, and I haven't looked to see if anything's changed on that, and I'm not going to click on it right now, but I like it. I like both Pitts and Andrews, both good options. It looks like they've got Andrews doing better against Houston. I might agree with that. Pittman and McLaurin. McLaurin's questionable. Uh, They both are roughly the same as far as what they expect to get. Brees Hall uh, and Williams in the next slot. Dodson and Gibbs. I'm not going to go through every one of these. Uh, You look through, and what you get down here at the bottom is 115 versus 110. I'm going to agree with the NFL on this one, I think. Rags to riches, like the Colts, will get an early win, and maybe one of the few he gets. (laughs) So, All right. So let let me, uh, rags to riches, your fantasy uh, prediction that the NFL gave you. Rags to Richardson. Oh, sorry, to Richardson. 
I said the actual quote. Yes, I actually me. wanted to make the S in Richardson a dollar sign, and NFL wouldn't let me. No uh, special characters. Yeah. Well, so your overall draft, you got a C. You're projected to go three and twelve and be last in the league. Last in the league. So you think this is one of your three wins? <laughs> this is this is. I'm going to kick it off strong. I'll have another one somewhere in the middle, and then toward the end, just before playoffs, when I have no chance, I will win one. That's going to yeah. be my prediction. Now I'm going to go opposite. I think Howling the Moon is going to win. And Josh is throwing in the chat right now. We have our fantasy league that votes for any listeners, not in our league. Uh, 83.3% of the league so far is voting for Josh to win this game. So the odds are against you. The odds are against you, Matthew. (laughs) And uh, and Howling at the Moon, uh, the NFL graded them a B on their draft, projected to go 5-10 and and tied for 8th in the league. So, all right. Well, let's uh, let's set up this next game, Matthew. What are we looking at? Well, let's see. Which one do you want to hit next? You tell me. Spot spotty yep. livestock versus Biscoff. Let's, let's go there. Okay. So, all right. So this is our, our rematch of the championship last year, and I'm going to let you. Actually, I'll, I'll take it over, Matthew. This is my team. So I'm I'm spotty livestock. It's uh, if anyone's based out of Wisconsin, it's basically a a play on words of spotted cow, uh, but. Instead of having one cow on my team, I have a team, so that makes it a livestock. Uh, <laughs> and they could be they could be kind of spotty based on a lot of my players. So uh, we we got our quarterback matchups. Uh, Dak at New York, he typically plays well against New York, and then Jalen Hurts against New England. Uh, both quarterbacks are going to do just fine. They're both big arms, got amazing talent around them. Not worried about that. Uh, uh, Mozart at the Chargers, uh, we'll, we'll see We'll see how he does. Derrick Henry and New Orleans, we'll also see how he does. Both of these guys are now getting in their later stages of their running back careers. Um, so I'm not expecting full seasons out of either of them, but both of them are, have been very explosive in the past. Uh, CeeDee Lamb and Devontae Adams are both up there in top 10 receivers of the NFL. And so it's going to come down to can Devontae and Jimmy G and their new offensive scheme keep up. Otherwise I got, I got CD lamb in this one. Uh, Gerald Everett, George Kittle, George Kittle, always, 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 always major injury concern. I don't know how much stock I put in him for the whole season. He's questionable. He's right questionable now. right now. And Gerald Everett. Yeah. He'll probably catch like three passes and, and not get me nine points, but maybe five. Uh, it's typically how he goes. Mike Evans, who we talked about him earlier. Uh, yeah. If, uh, Saturday comes around, it might be, <laughs> oh, I'm scrambling for a player on my bench. Uh, and, and for the people listening, not in our league, uh, since we have, 12, we, have, we have 12 people, I, I do want to really, really quick throw in, uh, we only have one starting receiver, one starting running back, and then three flex positions. Uh, it just makes it easier to find people on the waivers that could actually be meaningful to your team. Uh, if something happens, but on my bench, for people I could put in that position is Cooper Cup who is out <laughs> with a hamstring, lovely, <laughs> which happened just after our draft. Uh, someone else I could put in that position is uh, Jamal Williams, longtime running back that I've been a big fan of down in New Orleans, previously in Green Bay, previously in Detroit. And Jonathan Taylor, who's on the pup, I can't put in. I could put in Hunter Henry in that flex position. Uh, I, don't, I don't have <laughs> tons of faith in him. He's kind of a guy that's just there. Uh, yeah. cannot, put, cannot put Derek Carr in that position. 
So you're you're potentially going from 14 predicted points to 11 with Jamal. Mm-hmm. You know, if if predictions hold, or seven, yeah. eight with Hunter Henry. Woo. And so my my official vote is for Spotty Livestock, which is slightly against the NFL. We're both rated to have two of the highest scores in the league. The NFL graded me at an A plus for my draft, gave me a 13 and two projected record, and to finish second. So they're telling me I'm going to lose in the championship again. And uh, as we get into Biscoff, they also gave him an A plus. They said he was going to go undefeated and be first again this season. Undefeated. I don't know how I feel about that, but uh, I'm going to let I'm going to let Matthew give his thoughts on on these two teams. Going to be super quick. I'm actually going for Biscoff in this one. Jalen Hurts, I feel like better than Press. Uh, Prescott. Uh, Derek Henry, I feel like still a little better. Devontae Adams. Man, it's hard. That's a that's a tough one, but if if him and Garoppolo can be on the same page at all, I think Devontae Adams is going to be better this week. Kittle, better than ever if he's playing. Yeah. Um, we already talked about the Evans situation. Uh, the next big thing for me, 49ers and Packers, and I know I know you love saying the Packers are scary, scary defense, <laughs> but the 49ers have proven year and year in and year out that they are good. Uh, their scheme is just good, and they, they know how to do defense. I'm going with uh, them. Uh, it, it looks like you're set to get 8.5 uh, from the Packers and only 6 over here from the 49ers, but I believe that may end up a little different. I think it's just because you're playing Chicago and they're playing Pittsburgh. So we'll see. But I'm I'm going with uh, Biscoff on this one. All right. In our in our league uh, voting, uh, 66.7 said uh, Spotty Lifestyle's going to win. All right. All right. Let's hop over to Panther. So I far, barely know her. I'm jumping oh, on the underdog every time. Just That may hold true. We'll see. Yeah. So let's uh, look at Panther. I barely know her and Mop LaFleur. Two people that live in Texas an hour apart. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, let's look, I'll oh, start this oh, one. Yeah. Let, let me, uh, say what Panther. I barely know her got in his draft grade. So this yeah. is Brian. He got an a, he's projected to go nine and six and tied for third. Mop Fleur got a B projected to go nine and six and tied for third. So two pretty evenly matched rosters. They really are. And when you look at this, uh, Aaron Rodgers has, um, years of experience on his side and good weapons. I think he'll do a little better, but Trevor Lawrence is good. Um, I'm just hoping the Colts are a little better uh, this year, this week. <laughs> uh, but uh, looking at those, I would give that to Rogers. Pollard and Mixon, both good. And Pollard is no longer sharing with Ezekiel Elliott. So that could be really good. But Mixon has been great there in, in Cincinnati. I'm on St. Brown, Debo Samuel, both good. Th- these teams are really good. Waller and Goddard, both good tight ends. Um, Metcalf and Eckler. Um, I mean, one's a running back, one's a wide receiver, but both good. Swift and Johnson. Man, uh, all the way down, Cam Akers, T. Higgins. Um, oh, I'm like, who's this? When you get to kickers, I don't always like pay that much <laughs> attention. So who cares? Kickers. Chiefs and Saints. Chiefs have typically been a bad defense. They've been a good offense and like 31 or 30 or 29 as their defense. So this, I think, is the weak point of this team, Chiefs. Um versus saints uh and so when i'm looking at these boy it is close isn't it look at that it's like not even a full point difference uh in these two teams uh looking at them i think because of aaron Rodgers and and pollard i'm gonna give it to who is this over here whoa panther i barely know her it's gonna get yeah, my I got, vote today 
I got my vote on on Panther as well, and, and 83% of our league also says Panther so will I pull out the victory. guess I'm not going underdog every single match this time. Uh, yeah. There we go. Let's, all right, so you get to say these names. Do it. Bailey Vilk. Bailey Vilk. Yeah, he's, he, he is our, uh, our our Polish guy. He also lives in Texas, uh, but he he's joined our league. He's a friend of Brian. His draft grade was a C, projected to go 4-11 and 11 and tied for 10th. Consolation prize happens to be Matthew's best friend. Uh, his draft grade was a B, projected to go 6-9, and nine, and projected finish of 7th. Take us through yeah. this one. All right, let's, let's take us through. Uh, Justin Fields, he's a great fantasy quarterback, not a great quarterback for his team because he mostly just runs the ball all the time. So we know you get one point for 25 yards throwing, and one point for 10 yards rushing. So he's going to rack up the points. He's just, it's just going to happen. Uh, Joe Burrow, we know he can, he can throw that ball. Okay. And he's not even questionable. Is he like, yeah, he's in. Yeah. He had a, he had a calf thing and they're like, Oh my gosh, he's going to miss like the first three to four weeks. Joe Burrow said, "Mm, no, thank you. I'm going to (laughs) play. Yep. And so that's what I love to see out of Joe Burrow. Um, I think Justin Fields will probably get more points overall. But I, I personally have a, a feeling that Joe Burrow is going to get a, a few a few passing touchdowns in there. Uh, compared to Justin Fields, I don't think he's going to get as many touchdowns. So I, I'd go with that. Go with Joe Burrow on that. Najee Harris versus Christian McCaffrey playing each other, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I got Christian McCaffrey on this one. He could just mm. does so much more. And when he's healthy, we know. We know. Okay. We know. He's, he's number one. Brandon Jamar Harris, Chase, listen, Tyler McCaffrey's good. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. He carried me. He carried my team. <laughs> he revitalized my team. Thank you. Uh, Jamar Chase, Tyler Lockett, no question, Jamar Chase. Dalton Schultz, Evan Ingram, doesn't matter. They're going to do the same thing. And they're projected to do just about the same thing, uh, 0.58 apart. Uh, oh, we have the, the young cook, not Dalvin, but his younger brother playing in Buffalo against the Jets. And that first flex spot versus Mike Williams playing against Miami. I think I like Mike Williams more in this matchup. The Jets just have a killer defense top to Mm -hmm. bottom. And that is not a surprise. Uh, Christian Watson, Green Bay over Garrett Wilson. Ooh, here's another good matchup. I like Christian Watson. Okay. Uh, He's going to do well. He's a bit faster than Garrett Wilson. He's Uh, uh, set to make zero right now. How big is that question? uh, In my opinion, not big. So we're gonna we're gonna stick with that because if he's out and Romeo Dobbs is out, uh, it's gonna be a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm calling I'm calling Brian right after this podcast. Uh, he is questionable right now. I get it. Uh, I think he'll be good for the the time the game comes. I think it's more of a questionable. It's like oh my gosh, he's he's not practicing right now, but I think he understands enough to be out there. Um, Garrett Wilson is there without a doubt, number one receiver. All right, Kenneth Walker, uh, B.J. Robinson. Um, I think they'll oh, do this is This is not Bijan Robinson. I'm glad you said that. I was, like, thinking it was Bijan. Wait, is uh, that yeah, Bijan? He's, he's in Atlanta, though, not not, uh, not Washington. Right, right. That's what I was saying. I was, like, not paying attention to that this was not Bijan, that this was B.J. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they're, so. they're both about the same. Kickers, doesn't matter. Uh, defenses, this is where it does matter. Commanders are going to destroy Arizona. I, don't, I mean, the, the commanders, I think they'll end up 
with 15 points, they're going to get some good sacks. And I don't think the Arizona is going to move the ball very much. Now I do think Buffalo is going to move the ball. Uh, I, I just think it's going to happen, but I do think there's going to be an interception or two in there, but they're going to get touchdowns to kind of counteract those interceptions. You know, if Buffalo gets three, three touchdowns, then that's when the store goes, starts going down. You get an interception, you get a, you get a couple points for that as well. I do think sauce is going to come away with a pick in this game. And I, I do trust in Josh Allen to get out of pressure. Like we've seen him do time and time and time again. And we're like, how on earth is this guy not being sacked? How is he like moving around? And it's, it's been impressive. Uh, let's see. I, I think I like the, the team on the right just a little bit more. I don't know what team that, that would is. be consolation prize. And consolation I agree prize. with you for me, uh, Joe Burrow McCaffrey uh, up here. And then you come down here, commanders going against Arizona. Those are the big ones. And I think mm-hmm. Christian Watson, even though he's like may play, the fact that he's questionable may mean he's not at a hundred percent. So uh, I do think Garrett Wilson has yeah. become Aaron Rodgers' kind of main target in preseason mm-hmm. we've seen. So, yep. I'm going yes. with consolation. 67% of the league agrees. Okay. Let's hit our second to last. All right. So someone loves Sino and believes that that is their deity, their God. I'm not sure who this, who's, which player is this? That's uh, Jacob Nelson in Minnesota. Okay. And no Jordanary love. This is Evan, uh, Josh's friend. So let's. All uh, right. I'll start this one. I'll start this one. Okay. Well, Lamar Jackson. Let me throw out, me oh, throw out yes. their draft grades. Uh, we have Sinel, my God. We have a B plus, nine and six, tied for third. And uh, no Jordanary love. B, four and 11, tied for 10th. Okay. Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. Um, when Lamar's healthy, he's going to do great. When Josh is healthy, he's going to do great. Both great. I think it's, you know, the fact that they're against New York Jets is the only thing that makes this look a little Lamar heavy for me. But I don't think, I, I think Josh Allen's going to still score. So, yeah, wash. Uh, here's Bijan Robinson, who I think is going to be good this year. Um, and... I don't ever really pay much attention in New England, but evidently uh, looking at this score, Stevenson is going to do okay against Philly, they think. I don't know, man. Philly's a tough defense against the run. And they have Ezekiel Elliott too. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll have to see how that one turns out. Uh, I might lean this way uh, here. Uh, Devontae Smith and and Jalen Waddle both good. Jalen Waddle is questionable, but doesn't look like they think that's going to be a problem. Both look about the same. Hawkinson and Gray. I would go Hawkinson on this for the tight end position uh, by far. Yeah, and they do too. Um, uh, Barkley and Cooks. I would go Barkley here um, better. Uh, Cooks will do well in Dallas with Dak Prescott throwing him, but he's also got CeeDee Lamb in there, and uh, Barkley is like the running back in in New York. Uh, They're playing each other, aren't they? Yeah. Kirk and uh, Sanders? Don't really. Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders in Carolina. That's with Frank Reich. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Christian Kirk is going to do better there. Uh, J.K. Do- J.K. Dobbins. Yep. Now, now I've got myself confused because I said J.K. Rowling earlier. <laughs> it yeah. is J.K. Dobbins. Uh, and and White here. Uh, 
roughly the same. Kickers, who cares? Dolphins, Eagles. I think the Eagles are a better defense. Uh, so all of that, looking at Eagles defense, Hawkinson, uh, Devontae, Bijan, and Allen, I'm going with no Jordanary love is my pick to win this one. I, I like the same one for the same reasons, and I'm looking uh, – oh, and our league thinks it's uh, 50-50. They don't know. 50-50. Well, I haven't voted technically online, so all these are going to change a little bit. So, <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Let's go to our last one. So we have our, our draft grades for this. We actually don't have the Dirty Bird draft grade yet in our system, uh, but we do have not basketball. And so I will share that. Uh, Dylan, who I feel is like the Detroit Lions of our league. You know, <laughs> Everybody he, roots start, for him. Yeah, he, Everyone roots for him. We're all there. And, uh, and he's been on the up and up. He has been. Since, yes. since his first season with us. And so we're very proud to have you, Dylan. Uh, our league currently thinks you'll be 50-50 in the, in the voting, but your draft grade had you at a B minus eight and seven and sixth place in the league. That's not bad. Right in the middle. Okay. Okay. And we don't know Dirty Birds yet, but why don't you run us through these two rosters? All right. We have Geno Smith, Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes gets the upper end of that deal against mm-hmm. Detroit. We still don't know what their defense is like. We're hopeful that they're just going to shut him down and he gets zero points. I will say this though. Uh, yeah. Uh, Geno Smith g- typically does okay against LA, even though there's yeah. Aaron Donald there. Somehow he's done okay because maybe their division stuff. Anyway. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, David Montgomery, Nick Chubb. We know David Montgomery is going to do well, but I do not think he is the focus of that offense. I think it's going to be Jamar Gibbs, their rookie running back and Nick Chubb's, is the focus of that offense. So he's yeah, they got rid of Hunt. So Chubb is like he's he's the guy. Yeah. Uh Justin Jefferson, it doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. He's he's easily the top guy. And AJ Brown, nothing against him. I mean it's just not Justin Jefferson. He he made the difference for Jalen Hurts, but he's still not Justin Jefferson. Correct. Justin Jefferson makes Kirk look better. Uh David Njoku versus uh what is that? Jerron Johnson. Uh both tight ends. It really doesn't matter. It really right. does not. <laughs> uh, right. Keenan Allen, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. This is an interesting one. I don't put a bunch of stake in D-Hop this year because I right. don't trust anyone that's throwing him the ball. You, you look at his quarterbacks in the past, he had prime Deshaun Watson, prime Kyler Murray. Now he's got Ryan Tannehill, maybe Will Levis, maybe who else is on their roster. Malik. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Malik Hooker. Uh, yeah. Keenan Allen has proven year and year and year and year and year again that he can do good. And I like his quarterback of Justin Herbert. So I got him. Travis Etienne, Alexander Madison. This is a good one. Travis Etienne did not get a chance to prove himself last season. He en- he exited with an injury way too soon. Uh, so he doesn't have those raw snaps. But Alexander Madison is kind of that Tony Pollard that we've been talking about all the time. He's a guy that comes in and does great, but he's never been the focus. And now that Dalvin Cook is in New York, he is the focus. I like him a little bit more. I think Travis Etienne is a little too hyped up. Chris Olave, Drake London, both great receivers, both very young. Uh, I, I like the quarterback option in New Orleans a little bit more for Chris Olave. Kickers, doesn't matter. Defense, uh, Bengals against Cleveland, I like that. Patriots against Philly. I do not like that. I'm going to, I'm going to go with this team on the left here. Okay. As I'm looking at this one, uh, for me, Mahomes, Chubb, um, and Patriots down here 
are kind of my big draws to that side. Over here, I think Geno Smith against LA could do well. Um, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, definitely. And Olave are my and big Keenan draws Allen over here. As well. Keenan Allen. Ooh, it's tough. It's tough. But yeah, uh, even though Patrick Mahomes is on this, I think I'm going to go with not basketball. Sorry, Dirty All Birds. Right. There you go, Dylan. <laughs> Just like there Detroit, we're hyping you up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's see. What have we got here as we wrap up today? We uh, we did our fantasy predictions. I, I don't think we're going to do the grid. Uh, sorry, Josh. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna hop off here just about one fifteen. But listen, guys, this is the first kickoff night. Be sure to enjoy some football tonight, Sunday, Monday. Let it feast. Join us next week on the football pandemic. Right. Let me uh, end this stream. <laughs>